Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today is our 50th podcast episode. Time flies by when you're having fun and is the fourth episode of season number three. And this season, just to recap what we've covered so far, we started talking about goal setting. And then we talked about how can you take the driver's seat of your career this year. And last week, we talked about the success mindset. Today, I want to go a little bit more tactical. And we're going to be talking about the 80-20 rule, what it is, and how can we apply it for both personal productivity and advancing our career goals. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. You, like me, probably have heard of the Pareto Principle at school. This principle is named after the Italian-born economist Wilfredo Pareto. And the principle itself is very simple. It basically states that 80% of outcomes result from 20% of all causes or inputs. The original observation of this principle was linked to the relationship between wealth and population. Keep in mind, this was back in the 19th century, right? So according to Pareto, he observed that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by only 20% of the population. And he extrapolated that to other parts of the world, and he saw the same correlation. Today, this principle is applied in many areas. Let me give you a few examples. Um, these are more on a corporate level, but we'll get more to a personal level. On a corporate level, we can see things like 20% of the sales rep generate 80% of the sales of that company, or 20% of the customers account for 80% of the total profits, or 20% of patients account for 80% of healthcare spending. As I said, this principle can also be applied on a personal level. I think that time management and productivity are probably the most common uses for the Pareto principle, or as we will call it going forward, the 80-20 rule. So in today's episode, I want to go a little bit deeper into two scenarios or two contexts on which you can apply this 80-20 principle, and that is productivity and career goals. If we look at the Pareto principle and we try to apply it to personal productivity, it will sound something like 80% of your work outputs come from 20% of your work inputs. In other words, if you have a to-do list with 10 items, 
there are two items in that list that will generate 80% of your results versus if you focus on the remaining eight items on the list, you probably are going to make much less progress towards achieving your goals. The sad thing is that most people tend to procrastinate on that top 20% of items that are most valuable and most important. I call those the vital few. And they're busy or they keep themselves busy instead with least important 80% of the task. I call these the trivial many. And these really don't contribute much or very little to their success. Often we see people who appear to be very busy all day, but they don't seem to accomplish much at the end of the day. If you've ever find yourself feeling that way, that is because you're busy working on tasks that are low value while you're procrastinating on the one or two activities that could make the real difference in your work and in you accomplishing your goals, whether personal or career. The most valuable tasks that you can do each day often are also the hardest and more complex. But the payoff and the rewards for completing those can be huge. So here's a tip. Before you start working on a task, ask yourself, is this task part of the 20% of my activities or is it on the bottom 80%? Just asking this question can help you stop and reflect and determine if you're using your time most productively. Here, here's the thing. We're typically tempted to clean up our to-do list. I don't know about you, but I find satisfaction in crossing things off of my list. So many times, what do we do? We start by the long-hanging fruits, those easy tasks that we can easy, easily accomplish and we can easily cross off our list because that makes us feel that we make progress, that we accomplish something. And as I said before, that top 20% of activities that are going to help us create 80% of the outputs in our work typically are the ones that are more long-term focus, that take more effort and more time. And if we focus on those, we're not going to be crossing things as quickly from our to-do list. So we really need to shift our perspectives. That's why I, while I still keep a to-do list, because there's things that just need to happen, I try to focus and prioritize my work not out of a to-do list, but out of a result list, which is very different. I ask myself, what is that I want to accomplish? And I focus on the output versus the task or inputs that will take me to that output. If you start your day by focusing on low-value tasks, what is going to happen is that you're going to create the habit of always starting to work on those low-value tasks. And while it can be tempting to start your day crossing things off your list, I encourage a different approach. Here is what has worked for me. Every day, I mentioned this in previous episodes, but as part of my daily morning routine, one of the things that I do is that I plan my day. 
And as part of planning my day, I write down what are my three priorities for the day. And here are some questions that help me determine what those priorities are. I ask myself, what can I do today that will take me closer to my goals? What are the needle-moving activities that I can do today that are going to take me one step closer to my goal? What is the 20% activities that are going to generate the 80% of my results today? If I could only do these three things and I really want to make progress towards an important project or a goal, what are the things that I should do today. And I make those my non-negotiables. Yes, during the day, there's always low-impact, low-value activities. We can't eliminate those things. There are things that they just have to happen. But where are you putting your effort and your attention and your focus during the day? That should be the top 20%. And then what I do is that I blocked 30 to 60 minutes first thing in the morning before I even check emails to tackle one of the things in my top three priority list. This simple habit and really just investing those 30 to 60 minutes a day has made a tremendous difference in me making progress towards my goals. And also going to bed every night feeling that I took a step forward, that I made an impact, that I made progress, that I did something of importance in my day versus just being busy all day. Because it's easy to get trapped into busyness. Now, if we talk about productivity, I think there's two topics that we need to talk about. The first one is technology. Technological progress has put amazing tools in our hands. Our civilization has made tremendous progress over the last decades as a result of all the technological progress that we have in our fingertips. But while that is terrific, not always we're using those to our best advantage possible. People still assume that they need to get more out of doing more. And that is not always true. You know, we have today so many tools at our fingertips. There's so many productivity apps that you have on your phone today that our parents, when they were our age, didn't have any of those tools. And we would think that productivity, human productivity, should have skyrocketed as a result of all these great tools that we have. But the thing is, that is not always true because a lot of times technology becomes a distraction more than helping us be more productive. When we have so many options with so many tools, it's easy to get distracted and trying to apply too many tools and make our lives much more complicated when now we're focused more on the tool that we are on the output that we wanna create, or it's just a constant distraction, beeping on your phone, vibration of your phone, this constantly distracting us. 
I did a podcast episode on how to increase your focus. I really, really encourage you to listen to that podcast episode if you struggle with distractions, especially technological distractions. Now, I mentioned as human beings, we, we assume that we need to do more if we want to accomplish more. The reality is, is that if we want to be happy, if we want to feel productive, what we need is to find ways to do more by doing less or accomplish more by doing less. And we only can do that if we examine our priorities. Prioritization is so important. And using this 80-20 rule can help you identify what is that top 20 vital few activities that you need to focus on so you can generate much more results and outputs in your life. The second thing that I think we need to talk about is this pride that we have in being busy. Our default answers when someone asks us, especially at work, how, how are you, is typically something along the lines, I'm busy, I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm overworked. Many times we respond that way almost in autopilot. We even sometimes, as I said, feel proud of saying that we are busy as if it was a good thing. I'm guilty of this and I'm actively working on changing it. I believe that us saying that we're busy, stressed, tired, and overworked as frequently as we do creates two big problems. The first one is that it loses its value. I mean, what do you expect others to say or to do when you say that you're busy, tired, and stressed? It's like the Pete and the Wolf story. There will be a day when you're truly busy, tired, overworked, and stressed, and you need help, you need support. And when that time comes, you might not get the attention and the support that you need or you expect because being busy, tired, stressed is the normal. It's normal. It's the everyday. The second problem is that it makes us feel more busy, more tired, and more stressed. It's a mindset thing. We talked about mindset on the prior episode. If you keep telling yourself that you're tired and stressed and busy, you are not going to be able to feel otherwise. You are only making that feeling worse and you're going to act as you feel because your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your actions. So just applying the 80% rule can help us feel more productive because now we're going to be focusing on the real vital few things that are going to move the needle towards achieving our goals. But I think it's also very important that we look our language, that we really find substitutions to I am busy, stressed, or overworked. Here are a few things that you can use instead of I'm busy. You can say, I'm having a productive day, or I'm working on this project, and I'm happy with the progress that we're making. I'm a little overwhelmed right now, but I expect that this is going to go away after I finish this task. Or I have a lot of things on my to-do list, but I'm really excited about the results. Now, 
Let's change gears for a second and let's talk about how to implement this 80-20 rule in your day-to-day. How can you make this a practical practice in your life? Here is how I personally do it. I start big picture. Every year, I craft a vision for that year. Out of that vision, I craft annual goals and I break them down into quarters so I know what are the things that I'm going to be focusing on on each quarter of the year. And then I create 90-day plans. I love 90-day plans because it's long enough so you can see progress, but it's short enough so you can grasp the things that you actually need to do. And what I do in this 90-day plan is that I write down the things that I need to do in the next 30, 60, and 90 days to get me closer to my quarterly and annual goals. And then every month, I check that list and I use that to determine what are the 20% of activities that are going to help me cross those things off my list in that 90-day plan. And I review them every week. And then every day, as I said, I establish or set my three non-negotiables of the day. But it's all linked to the next level picture. My daily non-negotiables are linked to my weekly expected outputs or results. And my weekly results feed into my monthly plan. And that monthly plan feeds into my 90-day plan, which is taking me one step closer to my annual goals and ultimately to realize my vision for that year. So I know that is very high level explanation of this process. Maybe on a future episode, I can go a little bit deeper on how to develop this 90 day plan that I just talked about. Now let's talk about the second application of this 80-20 rule. I mentioned you can also apply this 80-20 rule to your career goals. So if you remember a couple of episodes ago, Scott Miller joined me and we were talking about how you can take the driver's seat of your career in 2021. And we talked about the fact that we all should have a long-term vision. Not only what is the next position that we want to get to, but really what is that we want to accomplish in our careers in the long term. And we talked about the fact that the best approach to get there is to backtrack from our long-term goal versus forecasting from where we are today. And when we talk about backtracking, basically what we're saying is creating a roadmap to get to our destination. So let's say that you're an individual contributor today, and in the long term, you aspire to become a vice president. That means that at least, at minimum, you need to make four career moves before you can get there. From individual contributor to manager, from manager to director, from director to vice president. Typically, that is the standard hierarchy set up in many of the companies. Let's use that as an example. As you're crafting your plan, your career plan to get there, you might interview people, have career conversations to explore really what it means to get to that level that you aspire to get and what will it take to get there. And 
if you've done this exercise before, you probably came out with a very long list of all the things, all the ideas that everyone shared with you, all the recommendations on what you need to do in order to get there. There is where the 80-20 rule can be so helpful because let's, let's take the 80-20 rule and apply it in this situation. You have this long list of all the assignments you need to take, the things you need to learn, the skills you need to develop, the things you need to do in order to get to that career goal of yours. Now, if we apply the 80-20 rule, it will look like 20% of the things in that list will generate 80% of your results. I'll take it, right? So how can you prioritize that list and create a Pareto chart out of that list? Try to identify what is the 20% of the things that you need to do, the assignments you need to take, the things you need to learn that is going to take you 80% closer to your career goal. And to do that, always is helpful to have a mentor or a coach guiding you along the way to help you prioritize those. Because it can be, once again, very overwhelming thinking of all the things we need to do and then we make the math and we figure out it's going to take us over 20 years to get there. But what if you could cut that by 80%? Of course, this is based on your effort and your potential and your talent and your hard work and all those things. Those things still need to happen. But if you could just focus all your hard work or your attention, all your effort in the 20% of the things that are going to take you 80% closer to that goal, why not do that? Okay, those are the two examples that I wanted to share with you on how and where you can apply this 80-20 rule. Remember, the principle is very simple. 80% of your outputs come from 20% of your inputs. So what are those 20% of your task that will take you 80% closer to your goal? If you can identify that vital few, you're on your way to being successful and achieving your goals this year. That's all what I have for today. I hope once again that you enjoyed today's episode. If you like the episode, I'm going to ask you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of any new upcoming episodes. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.